right, the Spiders won over the weekend. They beat the Camel, Campbell Camels, who came in four and three overall, three and two in the conference. Was uh, Campbell, and they lost. Richmond had an explosive fourth quarter. We'll talk with uh, Russ Houston about that manana. How about a couple of losses in the NFL that I really liked? Kansas City, and then they come out after the game and say that uh, Mahomes wasn't feeling well. Yeah, what, flu-like symptoms, I believe? I don't know. Then why did he play? Right. You know? he, got, he got beat up late in the game. He took some kind of hit to his hand. Yeah. I, I was like, just get him out of the game. The game. I know you don't want to admit <laughs> it, but the game's over. And he took another couple of hits. So just... They're not always overly careful with him. He plays a lot in the regular season. That's just kind of Andy Reid's philosophy. I don't know. But I, I just noticed, I was like, man, he's getting beaten up out there. <laughs> Denver had lost 12 straight or whatever, had not beaten him since 2015. Any shot they get at Mahomes, they're going to take it. They're they're tired of 16 season. in a row they had beaten Denver. Oh, I didn't know Overall, that. 16 in a and row. That, and that was Mahomes' first divisional road loss. Uh, that's hard to believe. Uh, I mean, look, you're seeing some of the stats up on the TV yeah. in our uh, studio. I mean, it's just it, it goes to show how impressive the Chiefs have been. They've been just dominant in their division. I mean, this is bigger. This is almost as big as what Brady did to the AFC East. Honestly, it's almost a little bit worse at times what he's done to some of these teams. This is kind of like Brady, what he did to Buffalo. He used to just own Buffalo. And Mahomes finally, after owning Denver, he finally took a loss. <laughs> yeah, maybe he, maybe Mahomes wasn't well. Uh, who knows? Uh, he, he looked in. He didn't look particularly bright-eyed, bushy-tailed in the post-game com, uh, com, press conference. But then he, you know, he could have been upset about losing the game. And, probably. You know, that's probably part of it. And maybe part of it was that he wasn't feeling well. But he was. Hey, listen, he played. They put him out there. They could have put somebody else out there, and they got beat twenty-four to nine on the road in Denver. Yeah. And Denver won, uh, lost 16 in a row uh, combined to the Chiefs. And so finally, uh, maybe they're perking up a little bit. Didn't they win last week, the week before Denver? Or am I mistaken? Oh, uh, they did. They beat yeah, the they're Packers. three and five. Yeah. And how about their defense? Um, since the Bears game, in which they gave up 28, they've given up 21 to the Jets, which wasn't great, but they only gave up 19 to the Chiefs, 17 to the no, Packers. No, no, they gave up nine to the Chiefs, didn't they? Uh, well, I guess the the, uh, the Chiefs. I'm I'm saying the first time they played a couple oh, weeks okay. ago, nineteen to eight. Uh, Packers nineteen to seventeen. This past game, just nine points. Their defense has improved because they hit the all time low mark when they gave up seventy to the Dolphins. Right. Uh, their backups were scoring on the Broncos, and then the Bears put up twenty eight on them. Commanders put up thirty five. I mean, they're getting scored all over. They were a historically bad defense, and they've shown some pride, um, and shut down the Chiefs, and had just shut down the Packers. So. Broncos showing a little bit of signs of life, and Sean Payton will take all the credit for it. <laughs> and then another good win, win I liked. I, I want to see Kansas City lose. I mean, you wanted, to, you wanted to appear to be human and beatable to give other teams hope, like Miami, Jacksonville, uh, Baltimore. Uh, those three teams, along with Kansas City, right now are all 6-2. and two. And uh, you look in the NFC, Philadelphia 7-1, and one, Atlanta, and New Orleans are tied for first in the uh, in the uh, South Division of the NFC at four and four, Detroit plays tonight at five and two, so they can move to six and two. Seattle supplanted San Francisco atop the West with their win comeback win over Cleveland yesterday. Uh, with uh, Walker quarterback is again for some unknown reason to me. Watson didn't play for Cleveland. Tough luck. See you next year. Uh, Seattle's five and two. San Fran's lost three in a row. I think. Well, I know McCaffrey missed one game or part of one game. 
but he's been playing, but he's playing hurt. Samuel, I don't think, played yesterday, did he? Did he I think play? Debo's been out since that Browns yep. game. And Trent Williams, which, you know, put this under things that will happen every season. Trent Williams will miss time due to injury or smoking pot and being banned. One or the other. I, mean, you know, I feel like that's a thing with left tackles, too. The Dolphins' left tackle, Teron Armstead, he's an all-pro. He misses. You kind of just pencil in certain guys. They're going to miss some time. McCaffrey, too. He Debo. These guys, that's the thing about these 49ers uh, uh, skill position guys. They miss time. They, they, it happens every year. They're going to miss time. It's yeah. unfortunate, but it's going to happen. It happened all the time with Williams. He didn't play very. He there's a year. He missed uh, games every year with Washington. Maybe his first year he did, maybe his second. But I'm not going to bother to go back and look. But yes, he misses every every year. He misses time. Yes, he does. Uh, the thing I like about Cincinnati winning is proven they they've come back from their slow start because Burrow wasn't healthy they've had their bye week they've been on a roll they've won I think three in a row now after a one and three starts so that's good to see the Bengals getting better uh, and San Francisco the, it appears to me that they've caught up with Purdy the defenses defensive coordinators and other defenses have caught up with now I know Samuel's not there no Trent Williams in there but still every team has injuries every team loses people and uh, just you know you lose Lose your left tackle now. Say Williams is very good. He's always very good when he's playing. And Samuel gives a whole lot to the, their offense. So uh, we'll see what happens next week. Well, we won't because San Francisco hits their bye. Denver, Jacksonville, Detroit, and San Francisco have their bye next week. Maybe uh, Samuel and Williams will be back for their next game after the bye week, and then we'll see how Purdy does. Uh, they've lost three in a row. Which is, I mean, after that 5 0 start, people were saying, hey, San Francisco's doing something again. So we'll see how it plays out. Seattle's will give him a run, it looks like. As you said about Geno Smith, he won a one year wonder, which no, is good. He wasn't. No. So that's good. Uh, if you like Seattle. Now, Washington's got to play there in two weeks, and I'm at, I mean, there's no reason to think Washington's going to beat the, the Patriots in New England or Seattle out west. There's no reason to believe that, that they're going to do it. And at that point, now I don't know. Will the Giants catch them? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Both of them will finish in the bottom, and both Dallas and Philadelphia will make the playoffs. And that's the way that goes. Uh, I mean, it's plain and simple. Jacksonville, you picked the Jaguars in the beginning of the year. Did you pick? You didn't pick them to go to the Super Bowl, did you? No, I picked them to win the division. I think I maybe had them go in the divisional round, or maybe facing the Chiefs in the AFC. No, because I have the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. You have so the no. Bengals going. I think I had them going to the divisional round. Well, Bengals could go to the Super Bowl. They they they've gotten Burrow healthy and they're winning. And they, here's a good one for you next Sunday night. Do you knew this? Yeah, I heard about the. They advertised this. They're ha- they were did Sun uh, NBC was joking about how they're happy the Bengals are getting hot right now. Buffalo at Cincinnati again. Yeah. They played there last year. That's where we had the cardiac arrest on the field and the whole bit. Uh, so Buffalo is at Cincinnati again going back. And you certainly look at this and the way the Bills are playing, uh, Cincinnati would certainly be the favorite in this game the way the Bills are playing, in my opinion. And the Bills also looking to get some revenge because Cincinnati went to uh, Buffalo in that playoff game and they really just took their lunch money. I mean, they just came They came out. It wasn't like the score doesn't look all that dominant. I think they won by two scores, but they just from the get-go, they were better than Buffalo. Yeah. Well, Buffalo, I mean, if you were to put money on this game, just even up, no no points, no nothing. If it's an even-up game, Buffalo, it's since the A20 next since, uh, Sunday night. Who's winning that game? I'm taking Cincinnati. Primetime, big game, going yeah. with Joe Burrow. Yep. That's what he does. He wins big games. 
Mm. And then on Monday night next week's Chargers at the Jets. But yeah, that's a game to. There are some games to watch next week, uh, including Dallas at Philadelphia at four twenty-five. That you talk about a couple of good matchups this coming weekend. Miami and Kansas City, unfortunately in Germany, but that's where maybe that's a benefit for your Miami team. Flip flop it now that we've found out that Miami yeah. has nine home games. Right. So there's a Kansas City home game. That's a benefit to Miami where we thought before it could be. It was a, taking away a, a warm weather game, a hot weather game down in Miami. Uh, that's a great way to start your Sunday if you like pro football to get up and watch that. Miami, Kansas City at 9.30 in the morning and then the games as we go through the day. Seattle Baltimore could be a good game. That's a very good game. Dude. I mean, the Ravens are on a roll. Uh, Jackson's playing outstanding. Geno Smith's playing well for Seattle. Uh, that's a good game. Washington, New England, only if you're a Washington fan will you watch it. Uh, Dallas and Philadelphia at 425 and then Buffalo, Cincinnati. That's yeah. a that's a strong lineup of good games. Some some weekends in football are a little bit. Well, well, I'll watch some of it, but to to see those games will be worth it. Well, some Sunday nights you get uh, Bears at Chargers without <laughs> Justin Fields, and then the other weekends you get Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow. I just I, I wonder. I think if, is Flexi not available yet? I guess is no. There? I think it comes. A little later in the I year. Just, For Sunday night, it should be sooner. Monday night, I think they might even do the last few weeks. They're going to have opportunity to flex Monday night. As soon as you see Justin Field is out and they are both 2-4, and four, just get that game out of prime time. That's my advice to the network. Yeah, what's, what's wrong with the Chargers? They're just, I mean, they're, they're doing what they, they'll, they probably will beat the Jets next week, get the four and four, maybe go to five and four, then they'll lose a couple. I mean, they're just, that's what they do. What they did they it with Philip Rivers, too. Yeah. Outside of a few like really good years they had, they were just kind of were that eight or just eight nine win team. Well, they got to the playoffs. I know one, I'm sure they did more than once with Rivers, but they did get to uh, one where they were going to play New England. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Rivers was not very good, and it just almost like he was playing in intimidation. He was intimidated playing against. Brady in the playoffs in Foxborough. It seemed that way. I think that they was probably the, wasn't, but to me as a fan, it looked that way. I think there was the one in 2007 he played with a torn ACL or something. He he was a really tough guy for his shortcomings. He was a really tough player. I liked Rivers. No, I liked him too. I liked him. I mean, I liked watching him. I think because he was tough. The Chargers are one of those uh, franchises you don't ever like because everyone gets unlucky, but they just really get unlucky. <laughs> they, all, I mean, they are one of the fan bases I'll listen to if they want to complain about luck. <laughs> you want to watch a tough quarterback? YouTube uh, Minnesota Vikings when they had Joe Cap. He played Canadian football and he got into the Super Bowl. Was <sighs> was he the quarterback once or twice? I think just once in the Super Bowl of the four they lost. But watch, you see, you see some good clips of Joe Cap. K A P P man, guy was God. He was just gritty, tough, hard nosed, and uh, that's when you suited up forty per game. And they and their slogan slogan was forty for sixty, meaning the sixty minutes of the football game. All right, let's take a pause. We shall return. Uh, there's uh, uh, college football in the state. Some games are coming up. Uh, that uh, this weekend, that uh, I don't know, Virginia Tech at Louisville is going to be tough. Georgia Tech at Virginia will be a tough game, I believe, after what Georgia Tech did to Carolina. So uh, we'll talk about a couple of games that are coming up this weekend there. And then the question, if you'd like to answer, was uh, Sweat or Young or Stan Pat? Sweat Young or uh, Trade Young, Trade Sweat or Stan Pat? And it was another question I had as we came back. Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember either. 
I'm I'm forget. Or the world, probably the World Series. Uh, world you want to know who's going to win? Who's yeah, who wins tonight? Game three of the World Series. Who takes that two to one advantage? Right. Where the other team's got to go three and one the rest of the way. This is this is a. I mean, game threes are crucial. Because, I mean, I know you can go up 2-1 to one and lose. I mean, you can go up 3-2 to two and lose. Both Houston and Philadelphia proved that at home. They went home up 3-2 and they lost the two games. But it's nice to get that 2-1 to one lead because you know you got to win two and they got to win three out of four. Stay with us. This is Sports Phone on 106.1 ESPN. Tune in today. We've got you covered. You can find full replays of all our shows and interviews at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. All right, Tommy Two Times, a.k.a. Mad Max, joins us to talk about, I'm guessing, Washington football. Go right ahead, Max. Hey, buddy. Well, first I want to say, you know, so you said that uh, Mahomes was sick. That's what was, was sick. It was reported that he wasn't feeling well. Oh. Well, of course he was sick. He just lost to the Broncos. I mean, come <laughs> on. You know, Joe Tapp, Joe Tapp was a tough guy, man. You mentioned Joe Cat. He was a tough I saw the longest yard. He was a tough guy. You know, he ran, he ran, he did a, like a bootleg against Cleveland, you know, he's running, and he literally knocked a Houston linebacker out cold. <laughs> this guy was a tough guy, man. He was. I saw along with you. He was your walking boss. He was tough, man. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about uh, Ryan. Uh, I know nothing. I see nothing. Sergeant Schultz said we got a, a coach here. The, the obvious follow-up question to, I didn't see the replay, was, did you see the Eagles running up to the line of scrimmage to call a play like they just robbed a bank? Did that might jog something in you? What do you think? Well, I, I talked about that earlier in the show, about how th- that's a red flag if you're watching the game. I, I've decided that if, if Trump can call your boy Biden Sleepy Joe, I can. Uh, we're going to call old Ron, not just Titanic, but Sleepy Ron, because he, he was asleep at the wheel. Then when they score a touchdown on the next play, he, he argues with the refs about the catch. That it, was, it was an incomplete, and why didn't he throw the red flag? Because he's asleep. Well, look. Well, look. He, he had to. He had to pretend like he was into the game after missing that. So he had to argue. That, that was that was his kind of his ploy there. You know, Ron, the the the, the bottom line is. Yeah, you know, I know you got a lot of calls, so I'm, I'm going to make it quick. The bottom line is, the Commanders needed a coach yesterday, and they didn't have one. Okay, the defense made a stop. Made a stop. The refs, you know, blew it. But you know, we got a little red flag. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Eagles knew. Everybody in the stadium knew, and Ron's going to talk about like 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 he's some kind of fan who just got back from getting a beer. Well, I just didn't see a replay. I was looking up at it, up at you know. He, Ron Rivera should should resign today. That's really the only honorable thing to do because <laughs> he cost them that game. They were up seventeen ten. They were out there fighting. They, they were actually fighting hard, fighting their guts out to try to stay in this and to try to to beat a divisional opponent. They were up by seven. They made the stop. And their coach didn't help him confirm it. <laughs> he needs to go. He can't just pass this off as, I didn't see the replay. That, that doesn't count. <laughs> if the guys up in the booth didn't see the replay, your, your, your assistant coaches, that's on you. Now, maybe they were out getting a beer. Who knows? I think maybe everybody's 
everybody's checked out. <laughs> but you need to leave. You need to leave, dude. You know, simple as that. So I'll take your comments off the air, buddy. I, I know you got a lot of calls. A lot of calls. I think I got a call, too. So uh, have a good day. Talk to you later. Uh, Mad Max. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was the shortest call, and I want to ask him. That's the shortest call in the history that Mad Max has ever made. Uh, to the macho, anyway. And But he did get his t- Tommy two times done a few times, so that worked. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask him, and he, he left before I could ask him, was whatever has happened to Mark, can you hold? Maybe you can call back and you can tell uh, our producer, Mr. Robert the Bruce, Tell him what's happened to Mark and you hold. Max, are y'all like uh, Martin, Dean Martin, and Jerry Lewis? Did did y'all have a fallout? Was there a split up between you two guys? What has happened between you and, uh, to you and Mark can you hold? Because Mark can you hold doesn't call anymore. And I always liked his calls. Uh, As well as yours, Max. You know that. Don't don't get offended. Don't get offended. Just because we covered what you you talked about, don't get offended now. Uh, anyway, call up and tell them what happened. Where is Mark? Mark, can you hold uh, college football this weekend? Coming, up. we've talked a fair amount of pro football. We've talked about pro football uh, games to watch next week, starting with Miami, Kansas City, nine thirty a.m. in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, other games that I, you ought to watch: Seattle, Baltimore. Uh, what? <laughs> I can't say Washington, New England with a straight face because what do we have there? Two and six versus three and five. And, and, and Washington's a team that was two and oh, so they're actually one and five in their last six. So unless you're a, a fan of Washington or a fan of New England, what's the point of watching that? Another beautiful fall afternoon wasted. Anyway, uh, what else do we have? Oh, Dallas, Philadelphia, 425. And then uh, I tell you what, this is a must-see. T- that's must-see TV if you're a fan of football. If you're a fan of the NFC East, this is a good one to watch. Who do you pull for in that Philadelphia-Dallas game? Yeah, a lot of injuries on both sides? Is that what you pull for? Bro- broken feet? Arms that turn around, your hand faces the other way, so it's always facing the front, not the back of you? I mean, what are you pulling for here in that game? Uh, Linda Blair and the Exorcist, where their heads get turned around? Rawr. We won't say what Linda Blair said in that movie. Woo. The 50-year anniversary that was last week, I think, or recently. <laughs> I remember watching that. There's, there's yep. A girl who was a friend of mine up at Ithaca College that I had known from... Well, I'm not going to go into my past, but I, I, I'd met her before I went to Ithaca. Anyway, we went, we went uh, down into the town to watch that movie in Ithaca, New York. We came out of there, and we hitchhiked back up the hill to Ithaca. And uh, ew, I had to walk back across the – I took her to her dorm and then walked back to my dorm across this open field, a quad, that was uh, no lights, pitch black, after watching The Exorcist. That's not fun. Oh, my. Oh, my. I was doing one eight, one, 360s, walking, doing 360s, looking all, everywhere around me. I expected to see all kinds of things coming at me. Anyways, it's the 50th anniversary, huh? It was sometime. It's it's either this week or last. I saw something in a, in a newspaper. Uh, I didn't check for the date. All right. The uh, What would really be fun to watch is these players all get the uh, projectile vomiting of, of green pea soup that uh, Linda Blair had in The Exorcist. And they could do that to each other all over the field. Anything. I can't pull for either one of these teams. 
I would personally go for the Cowboys. To win? I mean, you want them to win? I, I prefer the Cowboys over the Eagles. Really? I do. Um, I don't necessarily hate either one, but I, I just find the Cowboys so entertaining how polarizing they are. I just think it's I always think it's fun to watch those teams. If I don't personally feel a certain way about them, these teams that split the nation so much, I, I just think it's really interesting to watch them. We'll have the game because we're yeah. the home of the bovine cartel. Or listen to it. Hard them. to say it. Yeah, you can listen to it. You watch your radio and listen. Just keep your eyes like a like a focused hunting dog right there on your radio. You can hear it right here. Uh Dallas and Philadelphia four twenty five. And that will be preceded by what? It'll be Washington at New England. So we'll have Washington, New England at 1 o'clock here on the air. If you're out driving around and you can't catch it on TV, you're doing things, running errands, working, and your job involves driving, we'll have Washington at New England at 1 and Philadelphia, Dallas at 425. So there you go. That's a good lap. All right, football-wise within the state, in the Commonwealth, um, a good weekend of football. William & Mary travels up to Albany, New York to play the – the uh, what did I used to call them? Because of Matt Denardo at Channel Eight went there. I called the Greyhounds. I think they're Great Danes or something. I don't know what they are. I think they're Great Danes. Anyway, uh, and a, here's a good matchup locally. You might want to take in Virginia State uh, comes up from uh, Ettrick, high above the Appomattox, to take on Virginia Union at Hovey Field and Willie Lanier Hovey Stadium. I guess it is in Willie Lanier Field. Uh, they play at 1 o'clock, Virginia State Trojans and the Union Panthers. So, catch that game. VMI had a tough loss to Chattanooga over the weekend. Uh, they had a shot, and it, uh, like water through your hands, escaped. Uh, VMI is at East Tennessee State. Uh, Hampton travels to Maine. Shenandoah is at Hampton, Sydney. <laughs> Emory will host Erskine. You ever, E-R-S-K-I-N-E. Ever heard of them? I have now. I haven't either. Well, now, yeah. <laughs> Christopher Newport uh, hosts Montclair State out of New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Norfolk State is at NC Central. Randolph-Macon, uh, unbeaten, untied, and practically unscored on. They, they, they score a lot of points. They're playing at Ferrum at 2 o'clock. Go Jackets, go Jackets. Bridgewater Eagles and the Washington League Generals will lock horns at 2 in Lexington. What else do we have? Georgia Tech and Virginia at two. Who do you like in that game after watching this weekend of college football just to win it outright? I'm going Virginia in that one. I think they've 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 shown some things. They uh, after that huge win over North Carolina, they could have easily laid an egg going to Miami, but they they fought hard. They did, and they could have won it, but they did not. Yeah, they're improving. Yes, they are. I think honestly. You shouldn't. I don't think anyone should feel great about the state schools, but certainly much better than they did last time of this year. Um, yeah, you've got two four and four teams with Virginia Tech and Old Dominion. <coughs> you've got a UVA team that's still stru- not great record wise, but they're playing better. Picked up two wins in their last three games, and you've got two undefeated teams with Liberty and JMU. So it's in a much better place than it was last year. Yes, certainly Tech is much improved, ODU's improved, and Virginia's showing signs of improvements. And Liberty and JMU keep rolling like they were last year. Uh, yes, and, and I tell you what, it is. It, you're right. There's a lot of improvement among the five state schools that are 1A FBS. Uh, Virginia's record doesn't necessarily reflect it, but they are playing better. They're a better team than they were last year. The record doesn't reflect it, but they are. 
And what I love, too, is they're all playing each other. We saw Virginia JMU play earlier this year, mm-hmm. ODU Tech last year, Liberty, Virginia Tech. I mean, that, that's great. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. They, you can travel and see this. It's fun, and it's fun that the games are competitive. They need to do it in basketball as well. The old uh, used to be the TDIT uh, classic that was played between – was it usually between Christmas and New Year's? I'm trying to remember. But uh, we got it back together a few years ago when uh, – they, uh, we, we met with the governor. We had a show at the governor's mansion. And uh, John Averitt actually brought it up first. It's something we'd all thought about, about having that again. And it was done. But it was done in a different fashion, and more in a politically correct fashion. Instead of having Tech, Virginia, Richmond, VCU, it was, uh, like I said, a little bit more politically correct. Uh, Madison plays at Madison, which got a favorable call, a wrong call, against Old Dominion. Old Dominion, at that point, with an extra point, would have taken the lead. Uh, they settled for a field goal when they called off a touchdown pass that looked complete to me. And I'm a neutral observer. And as a, as a monarch, you thought it was a touchdown as well. I thought it was a touchdown. And my dad, who is a JMU, sees in purple. He admitted it. He said, oh, you probably should have won that game. Did he say about that call? Did you talk he brought, about it? He brought that up. He, he, said, he said that was a tough-fought game. Odie's improving, and they probably should have won that game. He didn't address the, that particular call. He didn't address but, that particular one, but he would. But he, he said would, ODU we'll should have won. So in a sense, he was saying it was a, it was a bad call. I think, mo- and if I was checking on Twitter and stuff, most people felt that way too. But unfortunately, that those calls happen. Yep. Football, they really do. But you got a replay. <laughs> you know, I mean, what are you? Who's looking at the replay? Three blind mice. It's what's funny is how I mean I was like is is this a replay of the replay no they were re, they re, they watched the replay multiple times it, it was on for like 10 minutes and that that's what's even more frustrating is how long they got to look at it and still got it wrong yeah. Virginia Tech travels to Louisville that's going to be tough big game for them big game for them it's going to be very tough for them to win out at Louisville Louisville is what seven and one up and down last three weeks they yeah. rolled Notre Dame got rolled Boston. by Pitt yeah. and then they rolled Duke can't it's they're a good team but uh, let's see maybe maybe the team that played against Pitt will show up against Tech hopefully for Hokies fans uh, they then, are the lowest ranked seven and one team in the AP poll I think yeah I think most of the AP voters kind of see what they are yeah LSU is the highest ranked six and two team uh, Notre Dame is seven and two in number twelve you got LSU six and two right behind them. Missouri seven and one and Louisville seven and one. Then it drops off to to two losses. Uh, other games we've got as I said, uh, Madison's at Georgia State. That's gonna be a tough game, isn't it? Madison down at Georgia State. Oh yes, it is. I yeah. are it, is Georgia State on the same? Yeah, they're in the East as well. So they they are obviously JMU cannot win the East. Although they will be the the best team in the East, they will not win the East. So Georgia State's still alive for the Eastern Crown in the Sun Belt. Yeah, Madison's four and oh seven and oh. Excuse me, now they're they're what five and oh and eight and oh. Yeah, ODU was had a chance to take the lead in the East with that win. So <sighs> it's a tough division. The East, it's one of the, it's kind of like the Big Ten. The much better side is the East, but no matter what, JMU fans, as unfortunate as the rule is, the rule, and they will not be in that conference championship. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. unfortunate, but they can make a statement this weekend and beat the team that may have a chance to be in it because they already beat Georgia Southern, already beat ODU, so they can make some statements. Mm-mm-mm. So they play down at Georgia Southern, and uh, Georgia Southern um, is uh, what four and one or uh, and seven and two, I believe. Is that right? Uh, Georgia Southern is three and one and three six and one. And two. They had a bye last week, then. Right. Yeah, I think and they're they're coming. They lost. They got handled by JMU. So JMU is going to have bragging rights if they can also beat Georgia Southern. Yep. 
just won't be able to show up on stats. Uh, and finally, we've got to Coastal Carolina at Old Dominion, a 3.30 start. I'm willing to bet because every ODU game is. I'm willing to bet it's going to be a close game. <laughs> they play in close games every single week. Oh, there you go. All right, let's take a pause. It's 9.33, and we've covered college football. We've covered pro football. Uh, World Series is split. We both agree that uh, Arizona outplayed uh, Texas in games one and two, although Texas, a, a two-run dinger in the bottom of the ninth, leveled the score at 5-5, and then in the bottom of the 11th, a single solo shot won it for the – Texas Rangers 6-5. That's the final there in the 9-1, your final Saturday night, and that's that. So this is game three. This is a big game. Uh, two to one is, is a good advantage to have, especially when you're playing two more at home. Uh, it can be overcome, as we know, and it can all be overcome because uh, the two game, the, the losses that they had with Texas and uh uh, Houston going to Houston to, and they won two in Houston and the Diamondbacks going to Philadelphia and winning the two both of them down two three and they both were on the road and they both took two wins and in the World Series alright stay with us this is Sports Phone on 1061 ESPN I'm Big Al Robert the Bruce other side of the glass Spiders well you've got them 1061 ESPN is your exclusive radio home for all things Spiders athletics in the River City all year long A little music there, not familiar with that. Who do we have up there? We got uh, Bad Sons, S U N S. Yeah, the Bad Sons. Or just Bad Sons. There's no the in it. Yeah, let's hope our son keeps doing what it's supposed to be doing. That's right. That thing blows up. We're all going to. We have time to say goodbye. (laughs) If it just sort of fades real quickly to nothing, then we'll all freeze in a matter of seconds. Uh, We've only got, what, three minutes, you say? Yep. About winding uh, down. Yeah, we're winding down. A lot of World Series. World, the World Series. I just, uh, who's going to win that game tonight? I just think it'll be fun to watch and to flip back and forth in that game. The D-backs showed a lot of offense uh, on Saturday night. Uh, it's just... It was good to see their comeback after a, a loss. It could be, it could have been where they showed up again, just mentally, you know, down and not have played well in the game too. But they didn't. They came out and they won. Now they scored seven runs. I think in the last three innings, it was two to one. I think going to the seventh inning of that game, and they just uncorked with a two, a three, and a two. So Scherzer is going to go tonight. This is where he started his career with Arizona, and he probably is. Uh, uh, probably a little bit motivated because the Diamondbacks shipped him to Detroit, where he only got to play in a World Series or two. Number one, number two, he won a uh, Cy Young at least one. I think he won one there, so uh, he should have been happy he got traded to Detroit because at that time Arizona wasn't very good, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, I know they won the World Series in one. They're back in it in '23, but I think in some of those years when Scherzer was there, they weren't as good. And the Tigers were good then. So, anyway, we shall see what happens tonight. It'll be the 30th time that he'll pitch in a playoff game. And so, we'll see what he can do 
against the Diamondbacks. 39 years old, as you know, and uh, Texas picked him back up, you know, picked him up in a trade at the deadline with the Mets. Because last year he'd been with the Dodgers, I believe, before, before the. No, he'd been with the Mets for a full year and then two thirds of a year this year. So he last played for the Dodgers in 21, 22, and then half of two thirds of 23 with the Mets. He, he does get slowed down every year a little bit, sure as it does, but then he had a month off to recuperate. He got shelled uh, badly in the first time uh, he went out in the playoffs this year. And then last uh, time out, I think he went four innings, gave up two runs, and then he came out. So we'll see what happens tonight. It's, uh, it's a good, I mean, it's going to be fun. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have it right here, right? That's right. Uh, coverage starts at 7. It's an, uh, a little bit longer of a pregame for, for the, the World, World Series. Series. Usually yeah. championship games or our series are like that. But yeah, we will have coverage here. First pitch is on ESPN. It says 8.03. You know, it could be a little bit different. But, Let's hope it is. Uh, um, it's, uh, it's always funny when people say it's a very specific time. Well, every time is very specific. I love, I love saying that back to them. But uh, it should be a great game. I I, I think I told you uh, during the one of the breaks, I think the Diamondbacks are going to win, and because of that, I'm going to take the Rangers. <laughs> it's been a weird series so far, but it's been a good one. Yeah, it's been a good one. A lot of people were down on it, but I, I always find these these kind of matchups interesting. Hey, we're out of time. I want to thank you guys for calling. Listen, we appreciate you tuning in, listening, calling. We would not be here without you guys that called and listen. We appreciate that. Uh, also, Robert the Bruce, thank you for your efforts on the other side of the glass. Always happy to be here. And also want to thank our fine sponsors. We would not be here without our sponsors. You hear their name, you have a need for their products or services, go see them. Tell them you heard it on Sports Fund. Tell them you heard it on Big Al, Sports Fund Big Al. And I tell you what, I promise you they will help you. So don't forget, keep in mind our fine sponsors. All right, Jamie King will be back tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. We'll be here at 8. Thank you for listening. Your home for Richmond Spiders Athletics.